This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 306, Talking Heroclix. Welcome once again to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 306. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our Talking Heroclix episode, where this time we take a look at the... Well, by the time this episode comes out, will not be recent, but the relatively recent release of the Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Heroclix set. So, today's episode I'll be joined by Nathan Strzok, making once again a triumphant return to the show to talk some Heroclix. But before we do some housekeeping, you can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher uh, as well. Uh, if you love Heroclix as much as we do, you can you must know that on the HC Realm store you can buy stuff there. Well, um, we have a special code to give out that if you want to get 10% off a purchase from the HC Realm store, uh, then you can use the code CS427. That's CS as in Comic Shenanigans 427. Put in that code when you're uh, when you're in the store, and you'll be able to get a 10% off. Uh, so this is for listeners of this show. Uh, you can help support this show by also supporting the HC Realm store and using the code CS427. So let's get into talking about uh, the recent Nick Fury set with Nathan Strzok. Nate, welcome back to Comic Shenanigans. Hey, welcome to you. No, <laughs> thanks. It's good to be here. I'm glad that you welcomed me to my own show. It's it's magical. I don't know. I'm not used to being welcomed to places. I'm usually used to being hissed at and chased away, so it's nice. Gotcha. Well, this is another Talking Heroclix episode, so uh, let's talk some Heroclix. It's been a little while. Uh, I don't know, two weeks? Since we've talked Heroclix on the podcast? a month. I don't know. That's hard to, to keep track. I have no concept. Well, actually, I should say... We're talking like the second of September, but by the time this episode go, uh, goes out, it'll be like middle of September. Oh, so really timely to this set. I mean, we're already behind. We are already behind, but uh, whatever. People still enjoy talking about it. I think it'll be uh, people like to. T- I think the thing is, people get inundated with people talking about the clicks right when they come out. I think they need to percolate a little. They need to sit with them. They need to use them, and then they can <laughs> listen to someone talk about them. But you know, four weeks after the set comes out. Yeah, sure. No, I, I can I can see that point. That's good. Because I think so we'll, I think we'll this endeavor is... to have a, a, a new perspective that's not a, a brand new out of the box kind of feel. Exactly. That's that, and I think that's kind of what we did last time too when we talked about Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. We did that a little bit. I played like one event, so still that was more than I had gotten a chance to play in. We're doing um, our our fourth month tomorrow, so we'll see. I. I guess I'm more in the running for the Quinjet than I thought. I talked to my judge. So we'll see. Like, that could be cool to, like, oh, we'll get the Thor card, and then maybe, hopefully the Kang, and then hopefully the Quinjet for Amber. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Or I might just kind of, you know, it's a lot of luck involved. I might pull bad pulls or get bad rolls, and then that's the end of it. But uh, we'll see. That is how Heroclix works. And then there's always, like, if you can pull the chase, the uh, Age of Ultron chase, it's kind of almost like a lock for a lot of people because you kind of, it's really, really difficult to take him down in sealed. That's true, yeah. Oh, he's brutal. Yeah, not to see. So, Nick Fury. How do you feel about yeah. the set in general? I think it's great. I love it. I, I'm thoroughly impressed. I think a lot of people have been just kind of uh, praising the, the set since it came out. And just, I mean, in, se- in terms of, not sealed, for, excuse me, in constructed... Um, you know, in terms of the meta 
or as it were, I hate using that term, but we'll use it. A highly competitive scene rocks. Uh, recently, you know, it was it was, it was uh, first place was what was it? Nick Fury SR, Hulk SR, uh, I think Fitz, um, and then maybe like a battery, like no entity on that team, and pretty much all built from uh, Nick Fury, the Nick Fury set. Like that says something when you can have a super highly competitive team that wins a rock. Um, a regional kind of event, uh, all the figures essentially from the same set. So that, I mean, it, it seems to be well-regarded by a lot of people. Okay. How about yourself? Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to this episode because I feel like the set came out and I didn't get my clicks on the, on day one, and I don't think I've even looked at half the dials. You jerk. I know. And I contacted Leon, and I'm like, hey, I figure you know, you're know you a guy that buys multiple cases, and you probably have some extras I can probably get my hands on. He's like, well, no, I don't really clean me out of all my figures, pretty much all the way up through the rares, and uh, I don't really have anything left for you. I'm like, great. Thanks a lot. Well, I think this is the last time he's buying two cases, too. Is that right? Yeah, he's, he's going to be dropping down to just one case. It's now, I mean, our American listeners won't really know about this, but the Canadian dollar is, is crap, uh, which means it's only getting more expensive. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I think um, he kind of had to make the decision that yeah, it doesn't really make sense to be dropping $500 on, on two cases of Heroclix anymore. Well, there's also, in terms of in terms of value, like buying blind, I've never found has really high value. I mean, I, I used to buy cases of most of the sets back in the day, and I think I stopped buying cases with like... Secret Invasion or something weird like that. And I think I bought a case of Hammer Thor, and then I just realized that I don't I don't have luck that mm. other people have, and it's not usually worthwhile um, monetarily to, to buy a full case and then end up with all these doubles. And you see guys like Leon, you know, he has multiple cases and he just ends up with tons of doubles. And he and with the exception of this set, because doubles actually of all the commons and uncommons, for the most part, is actually very good. True. But he just he just kind of dumps them. He's like, oh, I have fun people to give them to, or I have to end up throwing them away sometimes, and that's not really. I guess for a completionist, that's a way to do it. But for someone like me, who's just happy to get a few of the SRs that he wants, I'll just go get those SRs. True. Although you did get Wolverine the X-Men, didn't you, as a case? Yeah, I guess that's the last one. No, no. I, I guess I pick and choose. I kind of just kind of... I have and flow when I pick which ones I'll do. Like, how much but, did you buy of Iron Man? I think we got a case of that as well. But that was because we traded in a ton of stuff to a store and got it all in store credit. So I'm not going to count that as an actual purchase. I would say the last one I've purchased has been um, Wolverine the X-Men. I think I'm probably the same. I think the last case I actually bought was Wolverine the X-Men, ever since I think I've been uh, doing CURs from Leon. And, you know, it really helps when they when they get that. You know, they've licensed Marvel properties, but they really, you know, can't do X-Men now, apparently, for a number of, uh, a few reasons. And X-Men are incredibly popular, and... Uh, you know, the, the chases, the Phoenix Force chases that were in that set, really, that's what drove me to really do it. I'm like, look, I want to make sure I at least get one of those chases, and then maybe I have some trade fodder to get others. So I was able to get the Phoenix Five at their height of popularity when they were most expensive for very little money, I actually, altogether. Like, I paid for my case, and I didn't really spend any more money on anything else, and I got all five of them just through working out trades and stuff. So um, I know now their value has kind of dropped, but... Um, that was the reason for that and also I guess like the bug just had me that set was so exciting and uh, I know people complain about the state of uh, free actions I mean I just thought throughout an issue realms all there this guy was complaining about I assume it was a guy I don't know uh, about the green battery and about how it was nerfing free actions and how it was really really unfun um, to take away options from your 
your opponent, or at least for the opponent to have their options taken away. If if here clicks is a game, all and, and Tom Kerr was just saying on the last Metal Lab, I think about the same thing when it came to um, what's his name, that sorcerer guy, that DC guy, everyone's talking about. Oh, uh, not Faust, is it? Yeah, Faust. Yeah, that's the name. Escape me. Um, yeah, about how Faust is is this kind of he's a plague on the game, as it were. There, there. You know, this game's all one of options, and the more fun you tend to have is because of the more options. Like back in the day with Affinity Challenge, you would have a few characters that would have a power or two, and that was not that fun, and, and, and lack of movement powers and so forth. And now we have tons of powers, and we're, we love the options, and, and even free actions were present, and they were important, and you'd have perplex and, and, and running shot, and so you'd have a move and then a free attack, and then maybe you could perplex yourself also, and so you'd have some free actions, and, and, and now that they've kind of increased in terms of their free actions, I think the game is more fun. And uh, Wolverine the X-Men saw a huge kind of explosion of those free actions, and some people think that was a problem, but... I don't. I, I, I liked a lot of what was there, and I know that you know some guys like Shatterstar need to be toned down, but for the most part, I like that you can make a character do a number of things. Rather than the, the, the rules, the golden rules of this game are you can move or you can attack. And uh, I still remember Infinity Challenge when I was starting the game, you know, actually I was starting around uh, Ultimates, but I was playing with Infinity Challenge figures and going, you know, it's great that I can move and then I can attack, but gosh, it would be nice if I could do both. And so... <laughs> I was very low on character. Yeah, I had, like, Bullseye, who had energy shield and range combat expert. And you'd have Daredevil, and you're like, oh, I love these characters. But they can only do really do one or the other. And then you had Cyclops. And the veteran Cyclops was so dominant for so long with his 10 range and his running shot, his ability to do two to kind of, you know, a move and an attack and charge him in the same way. And so that was extraordinary. And it was very uh, highly sought after, especially if you had multiple clicks of this ability, because... It just gave you more options, and I love the options. And um, I, I felt like that's kind of what Wolverine the X-Men was. It was this, this explosion of all these extra options, and I, I enjoyed it for that. And, uh, you know, so things like the power battery that nerf uh, your free actions or things like, like Felix Faust, who does it in a completely different way. He just gives you one thing you can do, and you can do nothing else. Um, you know, that was kind of the conversation in, the, in one of the met, last Metal Labs, but um, that's, that's kind of the way I feel about... Um, but the game with any of those batteries, I mean, the orange power battery takes away a lot of, you know, your powers, your options. So it's interesting, like, my, my local group doesn't play that way. We do a lot of very kind of open games. Like, we don't really observe retirement. We uh, tend to steer away from a lot of the resources, except for maybe the, I guess, the ID cards. Um, and this set here with the Fury, um, being able to play all these little characters with all their little abilities, the fact that I've got, you know, this... Well, maybe we'll get into it later, but the bodyguard who can give me sidestep, and then I can um, click into support, and he also gives me defend, and I can use these the the you know the extended range from shield. That's not really a, a free action, but it's just a lot of really cool options for 35 points. This set is full of that, just tons of really good options. And I mean, I'm even looking here at my. I just did a fake build of a, of a team I haven't yet haven't. Played. I don't even know if I would, but I got Baron Strucker, and so 120 points for Baron Strucker, and then I just filled it up with a bunch of Hydra guys. I have a seven-figure team here for 295 points. That's crazy, right? <laughs> In the modern age, absolutely. Yeah, but it's the modern age now. It's the most modern of the age, and um, it feels a lot like when team building back in the day, right? When you'd have to put your Fire Lord on there, and then fill it up with a bunch of scroll guys, and you've got a <laughs> seven or eight-point team with a, you know, uh, with a... Shield mandroid armor for TK. 
but uh, these guys are all better because they're you know their dials might be quite short. I don't have a six or seven click character with fifty points, but they do a lot more. So I, I really I really dig this, and I think that the fact that you don't know all the options I think gives you some cool stuff to hopefully explore in the future. I don't know. Hopefully. Sorry for that rant. I don't know what that. No, no, I was, was, was just going off. That was solid. So yeah. like, let's start at the beginning. So Nick Fury is where we start the set. Yeah. What a great guy. You like him? I love Nick Fury. Well, I mean, I love the Nick Fury character, but, um, yeah, I think this is the best realization of the LMD concept they've done. Um, you remember A Secret Invasion, right? With that version of Nick where you could hit him and then he would take the damage because he had Mastermind, I think, and invulnerability or whatever, and then he, if he took the damage, he could appear in a starting area. Is mm-hmm. that right? Something, something like that. something like that, yeah. And he was pretty good, but he didn't have I don't know the, the fact that you had to take damage. Whereas this Nick can decide to switch himself out if he fails his shape change for an LMD. Uh, pretty cool, right? Like you can keep him safe, and you're only paying sixty five points for him. I think he's great. Um, I am not a huge fan. Uh... I think I, I agree that this is probably the best version of the LMD concept wherever you're actually going to see, but I don't feel like it really plays like Nick either, though. Like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like the secret agent guy who's that badass. Like, he's got a relatively short dial. He doesn't have any leadership or outwit, which, I would, which is what I would expect from a Nick Fury. Um, he, has, he has one click of outwit at the end. Sorry, at the very end, and then he's got, like, the weird regen. Like, I don't know. I, I just... He's fine as, I guess, the version that you want to kind of switch out for LMDs, but he doesn't really feel like Nick. Um, I'll agree he's not the great leader Nick version of Nick, but he does feel like the spy version. Like, he's not heavily armored. He doesn't have any heavy guns. Um, he's using shape-changing kind of, you can think of that as, I guess, costumes or whatever, right? Uh, he infiltrates with his, uh, his stealth and quite a lot of movement. So he's just kind of going in there with his little gun, and he's just, I kind of imagine him like the Stranko version, just crawling around vents and dropping in on Scorpio kind of thing. Like, he's not a heavy armored version, um, and I think we've had a version of him where he's kind of more of the leader, right, in Captain America, where he has his leadership and he has his his mastermind and he has the ability to move howlers and, um, and secret warriors around the map. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's kind of more the commander. Fury, and this is kind of feels more like the Colonel, I guess. He's not, uh, he's definitely not heavy duty, but he, he gets the job done and he sneaks in there and he, he takes out his target. I kind of wish he had a longer dial, too, just because, I mean, you have four clicks, really, and the fifth click, I won't really count that. Well, I mean, it's not a bad click because you can outwit something, right? And, and, and maybe have someone jump on that uh, opportunity, and then he has the, the indom to heal up. He's not like one of those other figures. The other Nick, for example, who lands on that will-powered regen click, and then all of a sudden, the designers decided to give him neutralized, which I don't understand. They did the same thing for the AVX cable, and they've done the same thing for the super air in this set. This great figure, and they have an opportunity to heal back up, and like, yeah, but you shouldn't really push. We're not let you push to do that. It's kind of just like, okay, we're kicking the teeth. But, um, yeah, it's not an amazing final click, but it gives you some, some, some options, right? I can outwit, let someone maybe tag some, another an opposing character who has good defense, and then maybe heal out of it. So uh, it, it's a pain because it heal right back into shape change. Um, that part's true. And, and he could swap out of another attack if they target him and he misses shape change. He can maybe jump out and put another LMD in there. I don't know. I, I, he's just sneaky. 
he's a good sneaky Nick, but definitely not the um, the end all be all Nick. I'll agree with that. Uh, then we got the Shield Section Chief. Uh, okay. A little short for a dial. I'll say that. Yeah, forty-five points. So it's under under fifty points. That's not really out of the you know the, the norm. No, I will. Uh, okay. I guess I'm. Uh, I guess compared to some of the other kind of generics, I'm less impressed with the chief. Although the leadership could be very important to a swarm team. Yeah, and she also gives you the rally right, which is common in a lot of these figures that allows you to add an action to your your total, and all they have to do is hit. They don't have to damage. Um, I kind of wish that she clicked into maybe something like. I can power on her second click just yeah. because it would give me options earlier on like as it is she takes a hit she probably is going to end up on the last click I don't or know or she's dead yeah but like a lot of the shield figures uh, not a big investment she has the shield team ability so she's going to extend her range uh, chances are you'll have one or two other figures in the area you can team up that's one of the cool things that I failed to mention about Nick I mean you put the Nick Fury out there with two LMDs you're doing what 115 points and you have three figures within Dom, and they can all kind of push their their range up to seven by standing next to each other. That's pretty cool, right? That that, that is a surprise for a lot of people who are working with fives and sixes. Um, but I, I'm not a huge fan of her. No, I have one of them, but I'm not going to really bother getting any more. I don't really, I don't really care. And her B side, Maria Hill, making an appearance. How do you feel about them extending the? I guess the. The, the efficacy or the or the uh, variety of these figures by making them swap kind of paint jobs on them for pretty much all of them. I mean, they've got an A and a B. Are you okay with that, or do you think it's lazy? Um, at the end of the day, we're getting more dials, and I it's a little lazy, but at the same time, it's efficient from a probably like a creation standpoint. And the the out, the net effect for the player is a lot more characters, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with the two. I think they've done enough with the paint jobs that they've differentiated them from one another. And um, it's certainly better than back in the day when you're, like, clobbering time. You're like, well, here's the LE version. It's like, well, that's the exact same figure. And yeah, but it has a gold ring on it now. <laughs> okay, great. You know. I mean, I um, guess the the only alternative is that we wouldn't have half of those characters. And that's yeah. not really okay with me. I think a lot of these characters, the, the generics, you're only ever really going to get them in a shield set like this. Um, where they're really going to fit. And then the other characters, again, they only really fit a shield set. It's a big set, too. It's huge. It is actually very big. Now, Maria Hill herself, um, I feel like that, that first click, like it's it, you just you have to push off of it to get onto the better click, and I feel like then she's just going to be you know rocked. Because that, that 16 defense in the second click just will not cut it. Right, cool. Yeah, the mastermind, I guess, is the is the hope. But um, I view it as a u- it's a useless power <laughs> because precision strikes on everybody. It's because well, that's part of the reason. Part of the reason is either it's either someone with precision strike attacking you, or someone's just going to outwit it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just feels like it's one of the two, and that's why I will not use a mastermind character. Like I just I cannot justify it ever. I feel like I just can't use it unless maybe it's uh, traded. And even then, now that Precision Strike exists, I'm a lot less likely. Yeah, I stay away from Mastermind as well. Uh, for 60 points, in Sealed, I think she'd be great. I, I mean, maybe that you can find some combinations that you'd find um, would I think be she could to, be, to pair up. I think she could be good, but not great. Yeah, I mean, her drop zone is really nice. The ability to bring in four friendly characters just kind of drop them in the game. Yeah, um, but, but then she only I, does it once, and then she's done. Well, I mean, 
until she pushes into that click and, and she's 60 points, so she's not your main focus. And then she comes and running shots and psychic blasts you for three. I mean, that's not terrible. No, but I, I just I think if I see a character on the board with a 10 attack, psychic, da- psychic blast, I'm going to make them my focus. Even if they're 60 points, you got a Nick Fury in the bushes? Yeah. SR. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a little different. <laughs> because that's the thing. It's so easy to put a lot of these guys on with one of those attackers. You got a Hulk waiting in the in, in lurking, and you got maybe a Nick, or you got a you got a Cap Falcon, and uh, you're like, oh man, I, I can't avoid the pit. I can't ignore those pigeons. <laughs> They're gonna tie me up, and then Cap's gonna blast me. True. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think she's amazing either. I, I'd be. I, it's really hard to look past the fact too that you've got a sixty point. Maria Hill from the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier set, who is unbelievably powerful. She is incredibly strong. Um, her ability to give herself a power action that outwit anyone on the board, or, or draw lines of fire for her outwit from any character on the board, including the character itself. So you could be playing a one-man army, and she can outwit that person by drawing lines of fi- fire from themselves to themselves. Uh, she's great. 60 points, so by comparison, yeah, this, this Maria is not so good. Then we have the, the Shield Elite Agent, which I guess was what? The same cost as the Section Chief and much more effective. Is it the same cost? Let's see here. Yeah, both oh, 45. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like her a lot more too. Yeah, just you, know, you love, you got the running shot power you love. Well, running shot and Psycho Blast is my favorite combination ever. Okay. Um, and then, but even then, like, if you push, uh, you end up with blades. I mean, the likelihood of, of really taking a hit is low, but, you know, she's she's got something on every click. No, I like how she has the two options. She's either range or she's close, and she has the, the best order possible. Range first, then close. And, uh, you know, she gets tied up with someone, then she'll push. Why not? I mean, I'll go right into the 18 defense for blades and do some close work. Um, she Again, five range is okay, but then you put her next to one or two other shield agents, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, by the way, I'm shooting you for, you know, at seven range for two pensai, or maybe I'm going to, you know, use enhancement or shield to bump it up to three. For 45 points and toughness on the front, I think she's great. And then if you add on five points, you get Sharon Carter. Who is also great because she grants the team shape change. Uh, a kind of fake, uh, half shape change, but still good nonetheless. No, absolutely. She's interesting because she's still not quite what I was envisioning for a Sharon Carter, but she's still a damn good figure. Mm-hmm. You know, like... She looks she, good. She, like, she, just, she does what she needs to do. Again, the ability to share shape change, the fact that she becomes, you know, a range character and then a different type of range character and then... You know, back and forth. Um, I think she's got utility in every click, and that's really all you want for 50 points. And she has the two targets, so she can kind of try to spread her damage around, right, with that, that Pensai. And um, this, this this stealth combined with combat reflexes at 19, unless that person has some way to avoid stealth, uh, it's dirty to go up against that for 50 points to spend your time going up against 19 defense. is just not worth it for most people. Um, and she also is one of the cheaper figures I noticed that have the change in the world trait um, that they give to some of the higher level shield characters. And so she can help you shut down willpower or poison just by virtue of having her or another shield guy, you know, two of them next to one of the opposing characters, which is crazy. Like, that's how much willpower there is in the game with the Dom and the fact that, you know, you might go, well, poison's a great way to level even the odds. we got all these Hydra guys with poison and they can kill these cheap shield guys easily, but she, just by having her on your team, shuts can shut that down on any character. That's really cool. No, it is pretty crazy. Now, another, now speaking of poison, the next character, Shield Infiltrator, has poison. A great figure for 35 points. 
Yeah, isn't that obnoxious to have a guy who can shoot through stealth himself, right? Or he yeah. can move through. I'm sorry. He can, he he can, can move through. through it. Still, great. And then you can poison an adjacent city if he wants, and then if you're going to try to hit him, you have to deal with shape change. Un- unbelievable. That's so good for 35 points. Yeah, like it's an amazing invest. It's, it's such a little investment, you'll never even feel it. Yeah, and he's kind of like the equivalent, I guess, of the sh- uh, what is it, the Hydra. Where is it here? Hydra Field Agent, who has the stealth and also has poison and also has combat reflexes. But um, he's a little more expensive than the Hydra Field Agent, but it's still really, really good. I like him. He's my, he's my favorite generic, actually. He's just kind of plain generic from S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric Koenig, he's making his first appearance. Um, I, I think he's amazing for 50 points. Well, oh, yeah, he can shut down Shape Change. He can use Shape Change, and then he gets the ability to get a shot if he, if he fails, right? No, oh, if, if it, sorry, if it exceeds, yeah. If he it succeeds, to, yeah, he gets to steal basically like he has a stolen token, and then he can choose that whip, box, or prob, and then he can use it till the next turn, which is pretty crazy. And he's got the five clicks for fifty points again, which is pretty good. You still, you know, you have a hundred point figures in this game that have five clicks. You have a hundred fifty point characters. Like I think Titanium Man on his rookie dial is one hundred fifty points for five clicks. Yep. So this is you know a six range again is quite good as well. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, I, he, he's good at every click. Well, maybe not the last two, but again, even then, he's a tie-up piece. Oh, yeah, though. incredible tie-up. 18 defense, plasticity, yeah. shape change, really good. So he's really going to mess with people. And again, yeah. he also changes the world. Yeah, yeah, he shut down the willpower and someone else's shape change. Sure. Um, it's almost like Battle Fury would be a really good thing to have against people in the set, you know? It's so much shape change everywhere. Well, because they're all secret agents. Yep, they gotta get the mask. They're all doing the Mission Impossible. What is it, like Mission Impossible One? Doesn't like Ethan Hawke, not Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hunt take his mask off? Doesn't he take his mask off and then take a mask off again? Isn't there a double mask reveal? There might be. I feel like there is. <laughs> Maybe that's the second one. I don't know. You should uh, watch the honest trailer about the Mission po- Mission Impossible movies. Uh, yeah. Where when it does, it's kind of breakdown. It says you know starring blah 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 blah. They do uh, starring Scooby Doo masks. Nice. <laughs> well, that's kind of what. It's- well, you have characters like this guy, like Eric, who is doing his best to uh, pull his shape change. Every time he succeeds, he gets his perplex and his prop or whatever. You guys, guys got to have a lot of masks on, is all I'm saying. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then we got Shield Field Agent, 40 points. Not as solid as the others, but interesting. I don't think I have this guy. No? No. He's okay. I, I think yeah, he's okay. In a, as part of a swarm, the Empower can be really helpful. But in and of himself, not as useful. No, I guess like if you have two of them, then they empower each other if they want in close, and they can do it for three or two of them on someone else can bust them up to like a five or something. But yeah, I, I don't have one. I, I, I'll get one hopefully. Like, this is the kind of thing where people are going to just be getting rid of. They'll, they'll get a bunch of the generics that they can. I know that they're highly desired, but with enough seals going on and, and and with enough people opening cases online. I feel like that price will drop, and I'll just kind of clean up maybe in six months. But for now, I'm, I, I have a little box here that I got a bunch of figures, and I'll play with what I have. But yeah, he's cool. I'll, maybe I'll look for him in the future, I guess. We got good old Clay Quarterman. He Who I al- don't have. He also changes the world. Yeah, you got the the, the extra that Leon had, so I'm gonna have to find a way to get him. Cool. I like, I like the keywords: Howling Commandos, Hulkbusters. Don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Shield Soldier. Yeah, really good. And he he is, can shut uh, down Flurry. He could be so good on uh, what clicks two to five. That special power is insane. Uh, when an opposing force has exactly one character on the map, Clay modifies his attack and damage to plus one and deals penetrating. Yeah, that's really cool. So, which obviously cool. is him going up against the Hulk. 
Well, especially with him having the range combat expert kind of in the middle there, right? He could go to four damage if he wanted, and then um, eleven attack, five damage. Yeah, that's cool. Penetrating, that's pretty cool. That's insane. Like for sixty yeah. points. Yeah, that's, that's really an amazing got, investment. The, now the running shot is not paired with with pensai, but you got precision strike, which is like a baby pensai in some ways. So I guess that, that's pretty cool for Adam. Yeah, it's what he needs against the Hulk. So. It's interesting too because the Hulk would come at you with with willpower and flurry, right? Like that's an interesting thing to kind of just shut down. Like even Kingdom Come Superman from like Origin, right? He just kind of <laughs> flies in there. Or Crisis, I think Crisis. Crisis, yeah. Um, comes in there and he just gets one hit in. Or a lot of the guys have that now. So it's interesting to to tell your opponent, sorry, you can't you can't use that. Well, I'm activating Flurry. No, you, you can't because you're next to two of us. <laughs> um, you know, which happened in a game. I was playing with Shield and I got charged by like a She-Hulk or something. He's like, okay, I'll put a second token on my guy. And I'm like, go and, and click her because you're next to two people. And he's like, what? It's like all these changes in the world powers. You don't even have to be next to that person. Like if, if Steve Rogers is in the background, he, the other Shield agents let you change the world. Steve doesn't even have to be a target. He doesn't have to be next to you. It's crazy. He was like, oh, crap. So his 100-whatever, nine-point character took a click because he was next to a little Shield agent. It was pretty cool. Or two of them. That's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, this is the guy I want. Cool. Uh, shield bodyguard. Really, Amazing. Really, really good for the points. Like, just push yes. him. Yes. And then you get the ability to heal, or you push him again, and now you have a nine, and you make their defense 15. So it doesn't matter if you're healing someone who has a 17, they're a 15 for your heal. That's a good super point, good. yeah. Super good, yeah. He lets you heal them easy and more easily, but uh, really, really, really good 35 point. This is kind of like the return of the, the medic almost. A little bit, yeah. And it's such a small investment of your points. Yeah. Why not throw it on there? There's a lot of times when I have 35 points on a team. I'm like, oh, I fill that. And usually people are like, oh, I'll fill it with a, with a resource or an entity. But, um, you know, if you're going straight figures, you can't beat this guy. Then we got uh, Alexander Pierce, the comic book version. Who's even better than the S.H.I.E.L.D. bodyguard because of what he can do specifically with Nick Fury. He can do it with any S.H.I.E.L.D. character where he basically gives the mastermind to damage Pierce. But if you've got that sweet SR Nick Fury on the map, this guy is boosting his damage with S.H.I.E.L.D. He's allowing him to um, take damage, absorb damage for Nick. Uh, and he's sidestepping around. Like, it's just so good. This guy's amazing. Yeah, and his uh, his he also changes the world. Yeah, but again, willpower and explosiveness. So yeah, if you have enough of these guys, and you just swarm your opponent, they can't use any of their powers. Yeah, which again is one of those things where you're like, oh man, that sucks. It's taking options away from me. But it is restricted heavily. You have to have two of them, and they have to be adjacent to that specific character. It's not something like Nighthawk who is taking away modifiers across the entire board. It's it does have some balance. So I mean, that's that's pretty good, but. This guy is really, really cool. And yeah, I mean, I forgot about him. I know him from Secret Warriors, the comic. I remember him, but only after the fact. Like, when I saw Alexander Pierce, I'm like, I guess we're going to get the movie one. But um, yeah, I forgot that they share the same name. This guy is nothing like the movie version. I completely forgot myself, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, then we got Shield Recruit. Amazing for 20 points. Yeah, this is a great 20 points. This is like old school Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's really, really good. Which essentially um, is exactly what Mockingbird was, a young Shield Recruit. Yeah, just I, there's nothing bad to say about this for 20 points. Unbelievable. I mean, I've seen pogs that are worse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But but um, that cost almost the same, you know? Like, this is 20 points for three clicks, and there's not one bad click here. It's one of the issues with um, the high evolutionary that he pops out these pogs, which are fine, they're pretty cool, but your opponent scores 15 points every time they kill one of your pogs, and the pog has one click. Well, she's 20 points, and she does so many more things. 
Um, so yeah, I like her a lot. Take that, high evolutionary. Yeah, it's not poor high evolutionary. Again, uh, and that was like the junior team. That was the intern that did high evolutionary that week. I don't know what happened there. I know. Uh, then we got Peggy Carter. Really good. Awesome prime. Yeah, pretty good prime. I mean, her ability to shut down, what, a standard power team ability within three squares is crazy. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. keep bringing her closer. And the ability to, for her to add more powers if she can get closer to the opponent's starting area than she gives to her own, which is, I guess, halfway past the map, right? And she yep. picks up stealth and shape change. She's excellent. 60 points, excellent. Uh, she'll, I, I just realized this is going to take us forever to go through <laughs> Yeah, we could maybe make this a two-parter if you wanted. Maybe. Uh, Shield Paranormal Investigator. Fantastic. Very cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like, very different. Yeah, like, again, two really good support powers. You get the choice to push if you want to prop or stay with the outwit, and then he has the ability to shut down stealth. Is it stealth and or or shape change? But still, really good. Uh, Gives you options on what you can shut down. A little expensive compared to his compatriots, though. Well, in terms of damage that he can deal, for sure. But, I mean, his willpower does help him a lot. Um, and the fact that he has his own stealth kind of keeps him on the map without being targeted as easily with his really important support powers. But, again, you know, outwit for 40 points and stealth that's and, and willpower and shield team ability, that's amazing. That's really good. Uh, now, I love Jimmy Woo. Cause he, Why? Well, just, I like that uh, his change in the world can stop people's mystics team ability. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy. It doesn't work too well, I guess, in Sealed for this. I mean, was there, like, anyone who has... I don't think mystics? so. But in other builds, yeah, or against other kind of teams yeah, that, that re- really rely on the mystics damage, yeah, for sure, it's great. It's, it's the, really good for Shield to have that. Plus, he can't be targeted by Prob. I mean, on his first and third clicks, that's potentially big, too. And adjacent friendly characters actually can also be uh, affected by opponents' probs. So I mean that he is a good team player. My favorite click would have been if he had you know psychic blast up front, but he's still good with that expo- uh, energy explosion. Yeah, it's great for a cluster of teams. Really good. Uh, who we got next? Sarah Garza. I don't even know who this is. No, I think she's new. She is um, new. I just I feel like I know the name and I've seen her somewhere, but I don't. She has your least favorite power in the world. Yeah, it starts with Bleak Climb, which for 50 points isn't the worst, but it's still like, come on, give me some sidestep or something. Yeah. Um, now, her last click, though, is fantastic. Well, and her, her, her special power is really good. Like, she gets perplexed, and she can use it twice, as long as the characters have shield keyword and are equal lower point value, and she has to do it on two different people. But that's two perplexes. True. That's pretty sweet. I mean, and she can be perplexing up your main attacker, and then maybe a secondary, and, and she's sitting in the back, giving them defend or whatever they need. Uh, sorry, uh, buffers for defense. But yeah, if you hit her, and she has a long enough dial for 50 points with the toughness, mm-hmm. she can get into her pulsars pretty easily. I guess if you you know can position her, she can blow up. Which is awesome. For, again, yeah. a very small investment. Avengers, Inhumans, and Shield keyword. Crazy. Uh, then we got 45-point Bucky. Oh my gosh. I thought, like, okay, whatever. And then I played against him, and he carved up my face. <laughs> really? Well, you know, no one's spending any time looking at him, because it's like, oh, you know, he has self, so I'm not really going to put the resources behind getting him. He's 45 points, and he's he's helping everyone else, right, because he gives them the kind of empower and stuff, and he can get around the board with the, with, without really pushing damage. But it's just like that, that blades, you know? You kind of just position him next to someone in stealth when they're two action tokens in, and he's just like, I have a 10 attack most characters in this game have 17 a lot of really big characters have 17 and I went up against him with Wonder Man and I'm like it'll be fine 
and I just got terrible rolls, and my opponent just like rolled sixes and stuff on blades and just carved them to pieces. Um, the fact that he can push as a medic and he does the same thing as the bodyguard with the, the 15 defend and the 9, which means he needs to roll sixes there in order to get the, the support. Um, I think he's really, really good for 45 points. I think he's excellent. I agree. I, when I first looked at him, I didn't think much of him either. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? Because no one's looking at him is part of what's going to make him work. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, and, he's just this kid. And he can be helping your team with a lot of invaders have the defend team ability. And so he can copy defender and give you 17s when your team's dropping. Um, that's really cool, too. Just kind of a little thing he has for his, his other trait with the, the wild card he gets. Mm-hmm. And then we got Agent May. Who I think she's fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with that. Like I, I, I played with her once, and uh, she was just brutal. Especially because you know the ability to give her willpower if a friendly character is taking damage since your last turn is crazy. Like she's just you know the, you, oh you hurt my team now she's even better. Well, plus getting in there with an eleven attack and nineteen damage uh, defense is crazy and then with all the people who have in power she has like an, um, exploit weakness on her and then she like clicks into a second wind dial where she gets like sidestep precision strike and combat close combat expert why is she so good why is her attack so high like i don't watch the show but i guess she's a martial artist it says here yeah she's a martial artist she again they, they call her the cavalry that she's supposed to be kind of the uh the resident badass who yeah, she's awesome will kind of come in and and save your ass and that's kind of how she's built here Really, really good. Uh, and we got Agent Ward, who on the show, well, spoiler alert now, but it's a year and a half old, but uh, he ended up actually being an agent of Hydra. So I like how they, he works here. Uh, allowing your own characters to use the Hydra team ability is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool to, you know, have a shield team and, oh, look, now they can use the Hydra team ability if they're next to him. That's crazy. Yeah, and the, the Hydra, Hydra has a, their own version, right? What is, what is her name? She's uh, Hydra Agent H. She does the same thing for Hydra. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a turncoat over there, so that's kind of cool. They did that a little bit of that swapping kind of teams thing. That was cool. And the fact that he gets ranged combat expert and hinder and train is pretty cool too. No, yeah, I think he's great. Fifty-five points, another really good figure at low point value. And people will forget that he gets the range value of eight and range combat expert. So they'll be like, "Oh, he's just got a five range, two two damage. Who cares?" And suddenly, bang, he's doing four damage at eight squares away. Well, yeah, especially because there's so many figures on a team potentially, right? Like again, I just made a seven figure team. And they'll all have different cards, and a lot of people are just like, look, uh, I guess I'll read your main attacker's card. But they're not going to go through every single little thing. No. They kind of just kind of ask in the middle of the game, like, okay, what can he do again? Um, but it might be too late by that point. And this guy doesn't even have, like, well, I mean, even though he's on a TV show, he doesn't have a lot of name recognition. Hmm. Like, you don't know who Agent Ward is. And, and both of those team abilities are amazing. Like, together, being able to boof boost or buff someone's uh, range by plus one and then also he can uh, uh, um, debuff or, or uh, uh, negatively modify their defense at the same time like that's really cool to have in that package of one figure it's really nice and then again like you said granting it to everyone else it could really just turn the team around i think then we got uh, the deltite lmd Eh. <laughs> 35 points, shape change, sidestep, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, it's not as standout as some of the others and doesn't feel as offensive, but definitely could be useful. Especially if you you know hit him and he gets knocked into that um, regeneration and then all of a sudden he comes back into um, uh, shape change, right? Like That could be really annoying. And he's at the robot keyword, so he has potential for some abuse. Uh, there we got Hydra Recruit. Not bad. Uh, yeah, really good. 
20 points for sidestep willpower and in, in power, or sorry, enhancement and then later in power. Really, really cool for 20 points. That's I mean, excellent. Not as good as the uh, shield recruit, but still potentially extremely useful. I kind of I kind of like this guy a little bit more. I mean, he's just the, the fact that he's out of the gate can debuff again, defense on an opposing character, and push up your damage. That's awesome for 20 points. True, like but he's more of a for tie up, he's more of a support piece though than the the shield recruit had a little bit more going for her in terms of actually being an offensive contributor. Yeah, for sure, um, that's for sure. But again, again, like like every hydra too, they have to cut off one head, right? And so this hydra recruit, when she dies, will just kind of take tokens off potentially your bigger guys. Which really, I've I've seen just kind of watching some games, it's really turn, can turn the tide of battle, right? Like your your uh, other your opponent is forced to kind of play that that rhythm of the game. You know, a, a token here, a token there. I have to wait and clear um, by attacking your the hydra guys. You're risking more Hydra Ages being dropped on the board if you have someone like Imperial Hydra, and then they're also taking tokens off their other guys, and then Strucker's like buffing all their stats by one. Like, incredible the way that, that, that this trait can, or these traits can switch the tide of battle. It's, it's really cool to see, actually. Uh, then we got Hydra Agent Age that you kind of mentioned before, so very similar in terms of the, uh, the trait to Agent Ward, but much cheaper. Great uh, thirty points for a range combat expert. Seven range. That's oh crazy. Goodness. Like that's, yes. What what the hell? Like that's <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, like it reminds me of um, what Sinister. They had um, a shield sniper. Yes. And let me see how many points. Nineteen, she was. I think. Was it not only nineteen? I thought it was twenty nine. I thought it was that, nineteen. That's crazy low. That'd be cool if that's uh, 19. I remember being low enough that I wanted to get a bunch. I, at one point, had tons of them where, oh my gosh, so long ago that Sinister came out. It's unbelievable. Okay, so yeah, here she is. The Shield Sniper uh, is 22 points. Okay. Eight range, nine attack, uh, terrible defense. This new one is obviously better. Uh, and she's not a generic, technically, either. Um, she's uh, She was the daughter of, like, Imperial Hydra, I think. That's what they say. That's what the uh, the defense power says. Yeah. Um, so she's not technically generic. I'm sure some people won't care, but I can only have one of her. Yeah, Laura Brown's her name. She's great. Great. Yeah, love it. Uh, who's next? Hydra Infiltrator? Awesome. Yeah, actually pretty good. Yeah, because he, he just gets in there with that smoke cloud, and then if you hit him, he gets the Blades Cloud sidestep. I love that combo. That's so cool. He's just like a screw you character. He kind of <laughs> runs in there, and he dares you to hit him. He's like, go ahead, hit me. And if not, I'm just going to plague your team with smoke cloud and put your values down. Like, he's it's pretty cool. And then, again, he dies. You get the cut off one head power, and uh, ho- hopefully he doesn't die in one hit because the average damage is like three. So he's going to his fourth click. He gets a chance to Blades you maybe with willpower. I think he's great for 30 points. Not amazing, but really cool. Yeah. And then he, also the, looks, uh, he also looks like Fidel Castro. Yes. <laughs> then we've got the Hydra Annihil Agent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting because, yeah, a lot of these characters aren't that different from each other, but they, they add some sort of flavor, and, they're, again, they're cheap. So you really can't expect too much from them. But yeah, I think, and you're hoping him to, for him to explode, right? That's the hope, that he gets tagged and then kind of blows up, right? Or 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 that you'll get in there and then you'll be able to quake someone first. Yeah, maybe. Is it quake or is it super strength? I'm colorblind, it's, I can't tell. It's, it's quake. Uh, 40 points. Uh, this one is, looks fun, but um, I don't know. 40 points is a bit more of an investment. I'd probably rather just infiltrate and just kind of screw people for 30 points, but 40 is good. And now we're up to, I think, the most expensive character we've had so far in Nomad. <laughs> Nomad is amazing. 
Yeah, for 80 points, like six yeah. clicks of life, which again is already above the average these days, and it has Indomitable. Uh, it's crazy the, the, much, the amount of stuff that Nomad can do. And then he can click in when he regenerates from his healing clicks. He can click easily back into the invulnerability if, if you you know you get a, even a small roll. Um, that blades with range or close combat. He's a great secondary attacker. Um, he, ha- he doesn't have any bad clicks. No, yeah, he's really good. They're all solid. Like he's just fantastic. And the sculpt looks like it was drawn or sculpted by John Romita Jr. Like it looks kind of blocky. And his legs look kind of fat. Like he just—he looks like the comic. And the serrated shield is a nice touch too. It's interesting that they made this version of Nomad, like the kind of the just the Dimension Z or his Dimension Z version. Yeah, not them. the one from actually Captain America or Captain America when he actually is, becomes Nomad. Yeah, when he's an adult and when he's you know wearing that gold and blue. I think he has that costume. Something like that. The one that in Axis, he's—that's what he does. Yeah, it's weird, but okay. It would be nice because I feel like that version of Nomad would have Avengers keyword, whereas this one's just got the warrior, but he has the potential to fight with Avengers, which is cool. Then we got Dum Dum. I love my Dum Dum. Dum Dum's awesome. He's pretty great. Again, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't really have a bad click. Um, his change in the world is great because it stops willpower and sidestep, which are two of the most prevalent powers, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he really shuts people down. Um, he's great. Yeah, I love him. Great scope, too. I like every version of Dum Dum. But, um, I think you know, it's a little weird to have him have uh, leadership. I know he is a leader, but I don't think of him as a leader because it's usually just Nick. Really? Well, I mean, he's been in a lot of leadership positions. In, in oh, Shield, absolutely. Sure. I just, I just don't think of him that way, even though I know yeah. he has. Like, I almost thought he'd have more of like an enhancement to come to start off the top, not leadership. Yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. That'd be fair. And then we got the the beautiful Contessa, looking like she walked out of Stim, Stim, eh, Jim, Jim Steranko's comics. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable outfit you know that only works in the 1960s kind of but they did it exploitation of women kind of comic movie thing but they did it and um they gave us her full real name which you know you gotta say once in your your life i guess um yeah she's really cool and i mean her ability to kind of do the upgrade or the uh what was it called the the the, um what was it called the marvel 10 dc 10 battlefield promotion or something battlefield promotion um, is cool, but I don't think like it's it's interesting because it's conditional upon being attacked and using Mastermind. When we know that Mastermind is not very useful because even including herself, many other figures have the persistent strike. Um, I, I, I guess it'd be cool to see that that change happen, but I feel like because it's so dependent on her using that power, which is a power that can be um, worked around so easily, I, I don't think it's going to happen very often. But I'd like to see it. You know, no, I she, think that it's happened somewhere. Yeah, and she is a good tie-up piece because, again, you know, right off the top, she's got, what, a 19 defense in close combat. So, yeah, you know, she's she's got a lot going on. It's interesting. For 85 points, it's the higher end, right? I mean, this is higher than Nomad. Yeah. Um, and she starts without a movement attack. But um, I guess she has so much other movement that it's okay. I don't know. Yeah, I guess if you compare it to Nomad, she's not as good. But on her own, I think she does have enough kind of going for her. And she has the range that Nomad doesn't really um, work with as well, because again, that, that pairing of the stealth with combat reflexes, as you said, is a really nice pairing, and she can kind of just sit there and, and roost. Uh, Quake, I I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, well, sorry, just before we move on from Contessa, though, her sure. change in the world shuts down Outwit. Oh, that's right, yes. So that's, that's really, that may be where some of her points came from. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, I could see that. But then again, see, in, in on her own, it doesn't really justify it. 
Only, uh, only if she has, you know, another shield person to be kind of with her. Yeah, which hopefully you, you know, probably building. <laughs> yeah, you probably would, but I'm just saying, like, it's not in and of herself, though. She's not enough. Oh, I guess yeah, for sure. Then we have Quake. And you said you don't like her. Um, oh, I'm torn. Uh, I just, I don't know. She doesn't feel like Quake to me. I mean, her trait feels like Quake, but the rest of her doesn't. Okay. I don't know. I, don't I just, know. I, I felt like they were, they, they developed Quake in a certain direction in Secret Warriors. I don't know if this dial really reflects that version of the character. Well, okay. She's got leadership. She's got stealth, which she's good at hiding. And she's got her perplex, right? I don't know. I, I don't I see guess. anything here that's not, not her. I don't know. I just don't know if she plays the way, in my mind, I think I just thought saw her being played differently. I can't even quite put my finger on it. She just doesn't quite feel right. Yeah, I looked at her too and I was like, eh. But then, I hear people talking about her and I've seen like, oh, that's true. Like, the combination of being able to use Quake with Persistent Strike. Which that is part is crazy, yes. And the fact that she can use it as she occupied a square within three squares. I mean, she can... She, she can pick a square on top of elevated terrain and then knock people off. Like, she can go and pick a square that might be somewhat and, and, and knock people into your own characters so they can deal with them. She can, again, use that precision strike to go through, um, you know, damage reducers. And in a game like this or, or, or a set like this where you've got lots of characters with low, with, with low um, health and their swarm teams, it's also really useful that way. And then the fact that she clicks into these really cool kind of charging quake 18, uh, the fact that she can actually, when she's on that click, she can move four squares with charge and then pick a square within three to use your special quake is kind of an also pretty cool combo. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I really like her. I don't think she's necessarily as threatening as the Captain America one, which could quake through walls and up through buildings and then do penetrating afterwards, but um, I think she's pretty cool. I don't know. Well, I, maybe when, when I try her or I play against her, I'll come around to, uh, to liking her more. Yeah, I think as a secondary, she's good. You would never want to play her as your primary attacker, but as a secondary, the ability to be taking tokens off smaller guys push to the perplex if you really need it um, and then that, that quake you can use to, uh, tactically I think is a good combo and we've got a shield cyborg who I think is probably one of the most offensive 40 points we've seen yeah man you just it's, it reminds me a lot of um, what was it the, the, the rookie Shi'ar yep. generics who With had supernova? the super strength leap climb yeah supernova but this guy doesn't suck because he has 10 attack and he has willpower and uh, you get to, to boost or you know help with damage from adjacent friendly characters, so I, I think it's pretty cool. Forty points. Yeah, if you had a cluster of these, like they'd be they'd be doing mad damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine running like five of these? Yeah, and then just all just kind of cluster around them. Now the hard part is that there's only like so many special uh, or sorry um, uh, objects to go around, right? But true. But yeah, they're still buffing each other with the empower. So exactly, like you could still be doing like four. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be cool. Too bad I do not have him. Ah. Then we got John Garrett. Yay, John Garrett. I love John Garrett. I'm the only one who's like been happy that he's somewhere. <laughs> I thought he'd be a little bit better. I think he's pretty good. He is, but I think his collateral damage powers are a little situational. Mm. Like it has to be the highest po- opposing character, and it also has to be adjacent to at least one other character in order to do the penetrating damage. Like, it's just got, like, too many conditions that I think it's 
if your opponent even reads your card once, it'll never happen. <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean, the ability to take out combat reflexes by being adjacent, like that's really good. That's synerg- that's very synergistic. Like I put two of my shield guys next to you adjacent, and now you can't use that power that is helping you in adjacency. Uh, oh that's yeah, absolutely. But again, like on, I always have to think like if he was the only one on his team for whatever reason. Can he really? Is he justifying his points? And I'm not quite sure that he does, because part of what makes him even better is either a very situational form of attack or him having a teammate. Well, I mean, even ignoring that. Uh, okay, the teammate. So, for playing sealed, or again, looking at his keywords, we're probably going to see him playing with shield or other secret warriors who also have shield. So, I don't think that is hard to get his trait to work. But um, again, even if his collateral damage just can't get pulled off, he's still you know six range, three damage. Yeah. It's still good. Power, it's just, 75 points. He doesn't have that that something that puts it over the top. Okay. I want to. I want to be. I want to be floored. You want to be dazzled. I want to be bedazzled everywhere. All right. You got to get over the top. Someone's got to get you over the top. Yeah. Uh, then we got 35 point fits. Got little hoverbots. Oh, he's he's crazy good. Hmm. Well, just the, I mean, if as long as you have, I think. The rally characters are actually extremely important because you need more action tokens, or sorry, action totals, to use his bots effectively. Because they're taking power actions in order to actually use the enhancement or the empower, you need to either have a lot of actions or have like a bunch of characters with leadership. Like without it, um, it mean it, it's just a lot harder to use Fitz and his, and his hover bots. Well, he's got the, the hover bots have sidesteps. That's good. They do, but again, it's. It's just you want to be able to activate them to do the the bonuses, and mm. having to do a power action to do it makes it a lot harder. Mm. Just because, and I only know that because I was using them in a game, and again, they were extremely effective, but only one or two at a time because it was like a four hundred point game, and there was two actions just to activate them. All right. Okay. So I, I I think they're great. I think you just need to be in a big game where you can actually have the action tokens to kind of be activating them. I think they're insane. Mm. Um. But anyway, I but I understand that it helps keep the cost low for for him in that you don't have that many action tokens, so you're not going to be able to activate all of them typically. Yeah, which yeah, it's good a little bit good uh, for the balance because when we had uh, Doctor Spec Doctor Spe- Doctor Strange and his his uh, astral projections, that kind of got out of hand, right? He could just draw lines of fire through them just because they're there. Like it didn't have to take they, they took nothing from them, whereas yeah. these guys need to take power actions. Now, I guess for the same cost, we've got Simmons, who I'm not nearly as impressed with. It's cheap, cheap outweight? Cheap outweight, yeah. And like, but then like her cool kind of special power is only there in clicks 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Do I really want to be giving up the outwit? I mean, maybe if I want the support, but I don't know. No, I'm not a huge fan of her. No, me either. I like her more in the show, though. Hmm. Uh, then we got Quake, who I thought is actually extremely useful. Quake Sky? Oh, sorry. Who is Quake? <laughs> she is Quake. Kind of. Although they gave her the real name here of Sky, even though it's clearly Daisy. Yeah, that's weird. But whatever. Um, bottom line is, she's not that easy to hit. Her special power is pretty cool. Um, yeah, anywhere perplex. Well, in order to use the anywhere, she has to... Oh, I guess if she's in, as long as she's not in anyone's line of fire, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah with stealth is a great, it's a great synergy again. And the fact that uh, she can, if she's in someone else's opposing uh, starting area, she can then use it a second time to target anyone. 
Yeah, so if you don't need her to be near the action to be using Perplex to begin with, you just kind of wait till everyone gets locked in combat, and then you just have her sneak up the side. Like, there's usually a side of the map that's not being used in a two-on-two or one-on-one, -on -one, so you can send her there. That'd be kind of cheeky to do in a fun game, you know? It's just like, okay, I'm in your starting area now. And you didn't read her card, but now I get two Perplexes. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we got Winter Soldier. Who may not, may not have the indom that his movie version has, I'm thinking of the starter set, but has incredible powers for his sniper rifle. The 10 range outwit and range combat expert. Really good. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and the fact that he ignores hindering train and characters for line of fire. So he's just shooting past people through them, hitting people in the back row. Really cool. 10 squares, that's insane. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that crazy that we're at the point of the game that we, can, we can't even remember <laughs> the days where that was everywhere? Yep. It's just like, perplex. Of course I can do it from 10. People were probing from 10. It was ludicrous. They were, like, hanging out all the way at the end of the map, and they're just like, I'm going to affect everything. And now we're like, huh, that's preposterous. I do I, I do really like the change they made to, to ranges. Yeah, I do too. It feels more organic, and it's easier to keep track of in some ways. Um, yeah, and it makes the characters feel more included. It, um, it, it allows people who work in close range to actually affect the... The, the what do you call it the, the the pit crew as it were you can actually get to them instead of yep. having to run and chase the the frigging support characters around the map yeah uh, Winter Soldier does not really have a bag hook at all no no he just switches to kind of this intermediary and then back to long range again with prob yeah uh, then we got uh, now I'm sure you're happy to see a new Masters of Evil character several new Masters of Evils are popping up here it's great so blackout I just wish he was a little bit better really. Yeah, I mean, he's still good, don't get me wrong. I just, uh... Well, you know what, to be fair, I will say, I don't think he deserves to be better, so... Like, Blackout's not a great... I mean, for 70 points. No, uh, I think he's quite excellent. I mean, he's got the ability to drop barriers and smoke cloud for free. Now, you get one, but so. And then if he is dropping a smoke cloud under one of the opposing characters, they can be minus two to attack instead of minus one. And he's a great taxi, and then he's a great tertiary attacker with the Pensai. I think he's really cool. And he gets hit, he, got, he brings you perplexed. Like, I think he's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I used him and he was fun. He was good. Well, I'm I'm glad. Uh, well, I, I figured you would because he's a he's a master. Oh, I used him as soon as I could. Now I don't actually know who is Doctor Locke. I don't know. Do you care at all about this dial? Because I uh, do not. Really? Uh, I don't. I no, not really. Oh, okay, he's got some pretty cool support abilities. He's got that you know um, the poison if you get too close and. Um, the ability to hurt duplicates, which again really helps in, in a particular format, but um, I don't think he's amazing, but he's he's cool. You want to go jump to Blackwing? That's fine with me. Yeah, let's talk. About who is Blackwing? Um, I, yeah, I don't know him very well. He looks like a circus of crime version of Batman. He does. He looks like Owlman. Kinda, yeah, but um, really good actually. Again, seventy points, like Blackout, but. Um, he has both team abilities, Master's Evil and Hydra, which is super cool. And then he's just a cool little taxi guy who goes around doing damage and stuff. And you push him, and all of a sudden he's a sidestepping four damage at range character. Um, you know, he gets the ability to uh, what you get. He gets like a paralyzing thing when he yeah. takes damage from an attack after action's resolve. You may choose one character adjacent to the attacker and deal them one penetrating damage, and they get to be neutralized. It's really cool. I feel like after the one first time that happens, that will never happen again because your opponent will never make that mistake again. Yeah, I guess not. But I mean, it's it, so so much from this set is dependent on adjacency that it might not be it might it might not make them attack again. 
but that's also great because it's, it's forcing them to readjust their strategies just because this guy's on the board or he's, he's a target. Um, he, he's also got Magia keyword, so he's he's got a bunch. Skeleton Crew, Masters of Evil, he's, he's everywhere. Uh, then we've got uh, the Hive. Who I was hoping a little bit more from. I, I don't think that he's bad by any stretch of the imagination. I just kind of wish that I didn't have a character. Like, it's been a while since I've seen a character that just has mind control on their movement, and that's it. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, sidestep would have made it perfect, but having said that, I mean, the things that he can do with his parasites, really, really cool. He can just shut you down, and it happens every time he hits. He doesn't have to damage, and he can use mind control. So he can target two people, mind control them both, have them attack each other, and then put parasites next to both of them. Yeah, it has a lot of potential, that's for sure. Yeah, he's really cool. 80 points is pushing it in terms of his usefulness. Again, 80 points for the five clicks, but um, again, he'll, he's going to be secondary, maybe even tertiary, so um, you you couldn't use him to set up some full combos. Have we seen anyone over 100 points yet? Over? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We're we're like, you know, halfway through the set and no one over 100 yet. Yeah, super cool. Now we got Man Killer. I cannot believe they finally made Man Killer. So good. I'm super excited about this. You thinking about her from the um, the the music uh, run of Thunderbolts? Oh, absolutely. When she was with the Masters. Yeah, and then that uh, little bit of potential romance between her and Atlas. <laughs> yep. Which would have been kind of cool. Like she's fantastic. This sculpt looks like Bagley was the inspiration for it too. Yes, yes, she it does. Uh, I think she's great. Like there's, I don't think there's anything bad about her. No, she's amazing. The fact that she can take your heavy hitters and then force them to essentially do one damage to her. Like, oh, I, I have a five damage and I have an object. That's great because your damage is three and it's locked now. So you hit me, I take one. <laughs> My turn, I have an, I have a heavy object. I'm going to hit you for five. Like, so good. She's amazing. And then towards the end of her dial, when she's getting like these eights and these twos and you're forcing your opponent to copy them. So she goes, she extends even further. <laughs> like she's really, really good. Plus, at the first three clicks, she also has the uh, the pim gauntlet or the razor discs, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like she's just got so many, so much potential. Plus, with Masters of Evil, you could literally use her every turn. Yeah, I, I my opponent forgot about that when I was playing, and uh, yeah, she becomes a giant all of a sudden and then leaps across the board. Like she can step over things. So awesome. I, I really like her. Um, and then we got the Hydra field agent that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. 25 great, points. Great 25 points. Pretty. Awesome figure to bring in if you have that uh, Imperial Hydra. Absolutely. And then we got the Hydra Section Chief at 50 points. Not not as impressive. Yeah, I don't... No. <laughs> um, no, what's the trade ability? Yeah, adjacent to characters with the Hydra keyword may be given a power action and choose one to the next. Oh, okay. That's not and bad. Adjacent characters. But it's not great. Oh, that's actually pretty good, isn't it? Hydra Section Chief and adjacent characters with the Hydra keyword may be given a power action. So anyone who wants to use those has to be given a power action. Correct. But there's no point limit on it. So no. you can be taking those recruits who are standing around and kind of helping you with empower or, or enhancement, and all of a sudden now they're also probbers? That's a good use. That's it, pretty cool. I guess it could. Again, it's one of those characters that is more helpful as part of the team, as part of the whole, as opposed to being able to do anything on their own. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because on his own, he's... I mean, once he takes a hit, he actually could hurt you, but that's a big if. Still better than most most old Hydra figures, so... Yeah. That's not hard. Uh-huh. Uh, then we got Baron Blood. 
I was going to say that's what she said joke, but I'm not going to do that. Well, thank you for um, that. Okay, <laughs> but I just kind of did. Uh, Baron Blood, yeah, so a lot of people have said that they prefer this version to the Prime because he gives you this stealth and also has the shape change. So he gets you in there closer. Like, that's one of the advantages of the Draculas, that they have stealth, so it's easier for them to get in close. Whereas you get your vampiric guys like Sauron, and they get tagged really early off, so they don't they can't really get in for their attack. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. I mean, if you, even you get him with that second click, that's pretty that's pretty nasty, right? And then super nasty. Like, like I think every points. every click is useful. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, if he gets kind of amped up, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. I like and, and then we got the prime. Who yeah, is fine. I mean, amazing click at the top there, where you have a hundred and five point character with nine clicks and hypersonic and impervious. But it's going to be a tough road to get there because he doesn't have the stealth or the shape change to protect them. Now, I do like the um, being able to ignore mystics is nice. That's cool. Uh, and then also, if a friendly character named Doctor Strange is on the map, modify his attack and damage values by plus one when attacking a character with a monster or mystical keyword. So that's a lot of a lot of ifs and, you know, if this happens, if this happens. But still, if it happens, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's kind of a good synergy. Like, you might want to combine him with Doctor Strange just to see if you can get that to work out and maybe maybe Steven can give him some cover fire or whatever to get in close or something I do like the um, his feeding on his colleague yeah that's cool I mean it, it just feels very I mean it's from a gameplay perspective it's not as useful because it's, it's potentially hurting you mm-hmm. but um, from a kind of comic book accuracy standpoint it's pretty awesome because that's what he would be doing yeah, um, and again, if you have a lot of these lower point, kind of useless monster Hydra guys around, then give him a click, right? Why not? Give him a free regen. That's great. And up till now, he's now the most expensive character in the set. Wow. Until and, the next one. And we get Jet Black, who is awesome. Yeah, 110 points for so much. Yeah, that that prob that gives you the option of how many dice you're going to roll is so good. And then the ability to kind of give her additional things, pluses with um, Steve Rogers if you're playing with that, and uh, she ignores certain terrain, and she's just a good beat stick. Yeah, and she just kind of keeps going. Again, not a bad click, just like her brother. Yeah, she just keeps going. Then we got Nick Fury Jr. I wish they didn't actually have to call him Nick Fury Jr. <laughs> Well, this is weird. Like, there was a video that a kid put up on YouTube of him opening up his uh, his brick, I think, of the set. And uh, he pulled the 001 Nick Fury out. And it was like, I got Nick Fury, Mom. And his mom was filming it. And she's like, she kind of zooms in on it with the phone that they were using. And she's like, oh, I didn't I didn't think that, that, that Nick Fury looked like that. Like, they were just puzzled by the original, and I'm going to call him real Nick Fury, the one that I love and I grew up with, and just kind of like, oh, that's that's odd. And then that, I believe, I think, I didn't even watch the full video. Someone told me that they pulled this guy out. Like, ah, there's the Nick Fury that we know. It's, isn't that weird that that's what it's come to? That this is kind of this is the Nick. This is the one that everyone is excited for and they want to see. And this kind of old white dude, I don't even know what that is. It's like some kind of knockoff. Yeah, it's it's weird to think of it that way, but that's just what happens with time. Yeah. You know, oh, well. it, it's kind of like people who grew up in the 60s X-Men and then they see the you know the all new all different like who the hell is that that's not the X-Men there are people who have this like this, this, this vitriolic comments against Gambit they're like ugh this new X-Men this is stupid bring me back my Thunderbird and my Banshee and I'm like those guys are both dead like what <laughs> uh, anyways how do you think uh, Nick Fury Jr. actually plays I think he's good like 65 points he's got nice range abilities you know um, he's got uh, later down the dials and plasticity 
You can shut down Mastermind, which is another kick in the teeth for Mastermind figures. Yep. Um, opportunities to use free in-cap if you fulfill the right you know, uh, requirements. I think he's really good. Yeah, and his back-to-the-vault uh, power it could be very useful. Mm-hmm. So. Again, another kind of late-dial um, regen outwit combo like his dad, but um, no, I think he's good. I do prefer the father, but um, the dial as well as, as the character, but still, this is a good figure. Then we got Druid. 100 points. Mystics are, and Shield. People are talking all about him and how like he's got this cool potential in the middle of his dial, but I have never liked figures that have potential in the middle or end of their dial. Unless it, they are like 50 points. Because it won't happen. Yeah. Well, you hit, you hit him. Great. Okay. Well, what happens if you hit him for three? Well, then he's got that sweet click with the 18 defense and you can do the magic bullet. Fine. What happens if you hit him for two or for four? He's kind of got like a 917. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, right? I don't want to pay 100 points for a character from Sinister. Who still doesn't have a move and attack ability? Like great final clicks, and I, I've heard reports that he's done amazingly in sealed because that Mystics really just takes chunks out of the opponent's team, uh, and then he ends up with this running shot pulse wave stuff, and he's kind of like really all over the board. But I, I think the, the character here plays a lot like the character from the comics, which is not a good thing because the character in the comics was kind of crap and got kicked off the team and had to get eventually get brought back for some redemption. And those redemption clicks at the end are, which, are what I wish he started with, to be frank. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, he uh, his arc in the comic is almost, almost perfectly encapsulated in this click where he's theoretically good at the beginning, but he doesn't have the values to kind of back it up. Yeah, so um, if you're going to do that to me, don't let me pay 100 points for it. Yeah, but then at the end, yeah, like the last four clicks, well, really click uh, four, six, and seven are great. Everything else is kind of forgettable. Yeah, and uh, if they if they had swapped the dial around, he would be unbelievable, and I'd be like, I cannot wait to get this guy. And he would still not be that out. He wouldn't be outmatching that many other hundred point figures. He doesn't have indomitability. Um, you know, a, uh, uh, opening with pulse wave isn't out of the question. Uh, a lot of other characters do that, so I just feel like he's on the wrong side of this kind of the game design right now. Uh, then we got Deathlock, who I cannot believe they brought this version of Deathlock. <laughs> What about the one who just had his own comic that just got canceled? Like this guy from the M Tech back in the day in the nine, like late or late nineties, early two thousand. But he's amazing. Uh, I will never use him just because I'm. I, I don't care about the character. Really, I've already used him. I think his sculpt looks pretty cool, and his dial is awesome. The character is terrible. He's a charge. Sorry, he's a running shot, mind control, stealth guy, and prober. <laughs> like he's great. I will say, there's no one quite like him. No, he's really cool. Like in terms of what he can do, he's really, really good. Uh, Agent Coulson, pretty good. Uh, amazing, like like very good. Calm down, people. He's he a shouldn't. Guy in suits. He really shouldn't be this good. No, but he is like he's like a flagship kind of like, character for the the Agents of Shield team uh, in the show, and people seem to love him. So now he's a thing now. It's amazing oh, that he became oh, a thing. Geez. Him yeah. and him and Peggy are both like these breakout characters because of the MCU, and now people care about them in a way. I mean, she, obviously Coulson didn't even exist, and Peggy Carter was a footnote. Yeah, and now uh-huh. they're like characters, and they're getting like one shots, and they're getting their own like, you know, the, there's a Shield series written by Mark Wade with Coulson as the the principal character. So it's crazy. And children know them. Children are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for Peggy Carter for Halloween. You're like, Squid, squeeze me? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, then we got U.S. Agent. Oh my goodness, he's really good. I'm so glad John Walker's back in the game. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and he was never really bad, but in the like, I liked the other versions we got of him, but this one's even better. 
is a standout character, and he is a super cool figure for the ID card. Because you need blocking terrain bad, you can bring him in for a turn, right? And he can just block off something for your team. Um, he's a great guy to go up against a Nick Fury, because Nick can't see through him. He can't target him, right? He can ignore characters, he can ignore hindering, Nick Fury SR I'm talking about, but this guy can block his line of fire. So you can just run him up and try to, make, try to just jump in to that sniper's nest and punch Nick in the mouth. Crazy. I think he's great. I think he's awesome. Cumber reflexes and invulnerability. Oh, the, the, the super strength, which I think more caps should have. They've already Cap already did get really enhanced when he had you know Operation Rebirth, and now that Cap is very much being brought into kind of this blur, uh, the blurring the lines between Ultimate Cap and, and Six One Six. There isn't a Six One Six anymore. Forgive me. Um, but the fact that you know he has super strength, even the Six One Six Cap had super strength. He had kind of like light object super strength. Like he could pick up a manhole cover no problem. You know. Yeah, like peak if, human. Yeah, like if they could, they, I feel like all the Caps should have at least a light object super strength. Um, and, and maybe even some of them, especially now when they're, I don't know what kind of cap we're going to get after battle world, but he'll probably be a lot like the movie one and he should have super strength. I agree with that. Uh, blazing skull. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. eh? I love this sculpt too. I love, like, it's just, it's so well detailed. I love that he's pointing to his flaming head. Um, Really, really good uh, dial, like you said, too. Yeah, just the super strength combo with shape change and 18 defense. Amazing combat values for 70 points. Oh, yeah. And, like, that trait, the fact that, you know, I really didn't think much about it when I played against him. And then the fact that I couldn't perplex up or do anything to my attack uh, on my damage when I'm attacking this guy from range was really annoying. Mm. Like, I yeah. had to get in close. And I didn't want to because he had poison. It's interesting that they made him mute to fire, and that's what they went with. Usually, fire in this game is depicted as pers- uh, penetrating. Yeah, it's either depicted as poison or uh, penetrating blast. Um, that's kind of what they do with fire. So I thought for sure they would just do that. He can't be targeted with penetrating psychic blast, and he's immune to um, poison. But I that would have made more sense. But I guess seventy points is a low cost for what he has. It's still good. Now, I think this may be one of my favorite 45-point characters in the game, Miss America. Yeah, she gives you so much for so little. Charge flight super strength? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 45 points. That's nuts. Give me an inv- invader's team, please. Yeah, and she also has that invader's team ability trait thing, which, again, situational, but for 45 points, she's making people avoid using barrier. Like, I'm not going to waste a turn on barrier. Miss, 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 Miss America is on the map. You're like, oh my goodness. I cannot <laughs> wait to use her. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, then we got the wizard. Yep, the the Golden Age Wizard. One damage, really? Well, no, he has a close combat expert when he uses hypersonic. That's sorry, you're right. Okay, so he gets a choice. He can do three damage, or he can do eleven attack two. That's cool. Yeah, so he's 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 he's, he's pretty crazy. Got some versatility there. Now he has no improved movement, which is a little. I mean, most speedsters these days do get it, but that probably helped keep his point cost lower. Yeah, he is cheap. So I'll take it. Uh, yeah. Then we got Radiance, who I think is fantastic. Brand new invader, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone expects anything of her, and then so I used her against Leon, and he didn't see any of the things she had coming. Yeah, the shape change and the granting shape change to people. Yeah, like, he's just like, wait, what? Yeah, t- dual targeting cap, which you don't see that much anymore, and then mm-hmm. she gets the pulse wave after. Yeah, she's really good. She's pretty good for her points, for sure. Uh, then we got uh, Spitfire, another classic invader. Damage is a little low to start off with, but she's pretty fast. She's very fast. Yeah, that precision strike helps. Uh, I do like that when she, when she uses hypersonic, it helps her de- defense afterwards. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a long dial too. Seven clicks with the for ninety five points start. for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and the fact that she can use Blades, Claws, and Flurry in the middle, like, that's potentially brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got? Union Jack. Great for 60 points. I like the Fallsworth one. He's he's very simple dial, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's running, and then then he's coming to get you. Yep. He's using his knife. I like him. I'm sad, I'm sad that Joey Chapman was the prime, because I want him. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the name. And seriously, that dial's insane. It is really, really good. And it's a great, as, you know, in, in the name, it's a silver bullet, right? It, it's meant to counter so much in this game, specifically um, uh, zombie super scrolls. So he's really, really cool. Like, the fact that, like, at the beginning is, what, charge and running shot? If he has charge, he can use blades. If he's running shot, he can ignore characters. Like, what? They didn't used to do that, right? Back in the day, they'd be like, well, they can use charge and range combat expert. Or they can use, you know, like like the, I remember with uh, the Deadpool alley from JSX. Oh, yeah. That's what he could choose at the beginning of the game. Two com- abilities that were not compatible. He's like, well, you can use charge and energy shield deflection or running shot and combat reflexes. And you're like, well, that's that's great. Thanks a lot. The fact that this guy for 90 points at the end of his dial could, at, on his last click could do six damage <laughs> is with the heavy is nuts. Yeah, yeah he's cool. Uh, then we've got the Kraken. Were Love you me some cracking? Were you were you happy with this? No, uh, the dial I feel is not a hundred point dial. Um, no. You really have to like play him in swarms and take advantage of his dual team abilities, and like get his poison to work. Like I don't know, he's he's it's kind of like the feeling I had when I saw the same TK on um, gosh, what's his name, uh, Strife from GSX. He was just oh, like yeah. stealth and TK and I also believe he had invulnerability yep. and he sat there and he like wasn't dynamic and this guy is the same. He's stealth his entire dial. There's no shape change or sorry, sidestep on the next click or something. He has shape change but I don't know. I, I wanted more from Kraken but then I thought about him in um, Agents of, um, sorry, in Secret Warriors and then I'm like this is kind of what Jake did the entire time. Yes it is. He did just kind of like mastermind. He just kind of stood there half the time. The entire comic. Yeah, so I guess I don't know what I expected. Yeah. I expe- I I agree. I think I remember him looking cool and I think that's all he did. He looked really cool. Yeah, and then he just kind of stands there. So for 100 points, I don't know. Even if it was 90, I'd feel like psychologically I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Now, I cannot justify 100 points for Viper. Nobody can. I don't like, know what happened. This what, again is a junior team. Like, what happened here? Like, like I mean, did she miss a trait? Was there a trait that said she has charge on her whole dial? Because then know. I'm down. Maybe 70 points, I'd think about it, but... Yeah, 70 would be fine. Uh, but the fact that you have to roll to maybe get... Like, you have a good chance of getting a decent support power. Like, it's only a 1 to 2 you have the mind control. And then any other roll, you've got perplex or wit or whatever you want. That's nice, but whatever like you have to kind of use her with like kraken which is 200 points on the hopes that you can tk her next to someone to flurry them for three that's just, the whole strategy yeah it's just not worth it and then it's not good. then we have the imperial hydra which i'm not impressed with oh yeah no he brings in characters whenever they take damage yeah oh wait sorry whenever imperial hydra takes damage from attack wait, yeah i thought it was whenever they do i didn't think so oh i misread Anyway. No, 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 you're right. Whenever an, when another friendly character with the Hydra keyword is KO'd and actions resolve, you may give him an action token. If you do, roll a D6 that can't be re-rolled. Four to five, place a character from outside the game with the Hydra keyword is yeah. 40 points or less. There you go. That's the one. Yeah, That's okay. awesome. I'll, as part of a larger team where he's sitting back and allowing this to happen, fine. Yes. But on his own, he's garbage. Well, 
that's what he's used for. Like he's used for his leadership and his support powers, and then he's got the ability to bring in characters. I love so that. eventually, your team is dead, and all you have left is Imperial Hydra sitting at home waiting to get th- knocked off his throne. Well, in a worst case scenario, sure, but of course, the worst worst case scenario is that you die anyway. Like, yeah, like, like the fact that he's last, fine, but like the same kind of argument with like Blind Al, right? Like, okay, well, she's in your starting area still. Like, okay, great, but she did some good stuff. Like, maybe, like I don't know, the, uh, with the right roles, he can just bring in a whole bunch of these guys who are bringing more poison or range combat expert attacks, and you can totally overwhelm the opposing mm. characters. Now, what do you think about Doctor Demonicus? He's amazing. He's pretty crazy. I love his pog action. That's so cool. It's great. That is exactly how he should be. And they're really cool pogs, and um, people are going nuts about these things. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Now, which is your favorite one to use? I don't know. They're all kind of cool. I mean, Batragons look pretty straight-up awesome. The fact that he's just the potential for that damage to go up. Yeah, let's but not then, pretend. He's the one you want to use. And But then Hand of Five has the ability, too, to like just kind of flurry, and then the shape change helps a lot, but the defense is a little bit lower. And yeah, and you have like you have to kind of get in there, whereas the Batragon just kind of flies right in there and, and messes people up. Yeah, and then it has enough toughness to stop from a poison attack, so I, that's pretty good. Uh, now we got the Iron Nail. Now you yeah. like this? You love this character, don't you? Well, I like him actually. I think that Remender developed him pretty well as this kind of like Chinese, um, not, I guess, super soldier, but like this representation of the of the Chinese super upcoming superpower that's that's happening in our world. Right? Now, like did did you ever end up reading uh, um, the Bitter March? What's the Bitter March? The Winter Soldier Bitter March mini uh, series, which is basically all about Ran Shen before he becomes the Iron Nail. No, it's all about back when he was an agent of Shield with uh, Nick Fury. Okay pretty good it was coming out at the same time before we really realized that it was the same guy okay so it just gives some backstory he's an interesting character and his piece is bananas though so far i think he's what the most he's the most expensive character up until this point he deserves it the ability just to go and be adjacent to someone and modify their combat values by minus one and then if they can't take a power action then they get minus two the next turn like it's for each drain token and then you're just like well okay i guess when my turn comes around i have to take off a drain token don't i great give yourself a power action now i'll give you a new drain token like it's out of control <laughs> it is and then the fact that he's got like the flurry blades in the middle and mm-hmm. he also has like flurry and steel energy near the back half like he's crazy he's awesome i love him and indomitable like he's just never never gonna stop he's great yeah now we're uh, we're 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 nearing the end of our time so it's gonna be a little unfortunately a little bit more fast paced but uh cap falcon what do you think um i think that his amazing defense power is offset or balanced by the fact that one outwit and he loses all of his defensive abilities but looking at just how many things you get with energy shield invulnerability super senses and willpower and then the pigeons and then red wing like he brings a lot to the table it's not a lot of damage but he brings a lot of just strategy with those those tokens and um he's really hard to hit i think he's great i agree yeah he's very hard to hit and i don't know if he's quite worth his points but he does pack a lot of punch beautiful sculpts too uh, Jane Foster as Thor. Really good. Anything that ignores elevated terrain is amazing, and she gets to do that as well as characters. So good. Yeah, she's she's really good. Like I, yeah. I, I am very happy with the way they developed her, and I think she's very accurate, and I like that you know she kind of ends as Jane. Yeah. It sucks a little bit that she was released before her introduction onto the event, the next Avengers kind of iteration. Yeah, and also technically, I guess, before they even revealed who she was, because yeah, the, the card know. still says unknown. Yeah, but 
It does say that, but her last click does look Jane Fostery too, doesn't it? Yes. So it's like I don't know what they were told. Maybe they're told just enough, but not enough. <laughs> but it's weird though, because they knew that this figure would come out well after the reveal. Like they planned these things within a year, so it's almost like why not just do it? I don't know. Maybe Jason Aaron didn't know. I don't know. Now Steve Rogers, I, he's he's pretty crazy attack values, but I think he's he's best with a team, obviously. Oh, for sure. As an army character, as a leader of an army, he's unbelievable. Yeah, because the fact that he's giving people like crazy things is just insane. And she shield deflection. Looking at that, you're like, well, I guess my ranged options are off the board because she's just giving everyone plus two defense. It's really cool. And then he's also sidestepping, and he still has offensive capabilities of his own. And then at the oh, end, he's brutal. Yeah, I've used him. I just run in, done a shot with him, and it's easy to get him up to four damage. No problem at all. There's so many characters that allow him to do that. You got shield characters all over the place that can take a power action for that. Tons of stuff. So he runs in there. And then he does his running shot, and then he can buff everyone else around them to make their shot, and he just sidesteps out of the way again. Like, he's constantly... I, I, play, I just played him like a yo-yo. Like, he's almost like a little hypersonic character because of that ability to running shot and then sidestep away. 300-point uh, Hulk. Just so good. He's so good. Like I he, am so impressed with this Hulk. He's so hard to, to take on. Yes, for sure. And uh, three stop clicks, and 100 points is also a really viable option. I think he's great at both... Uh, the Rock team that won had him at 100 points. Um, the ability to grant uh, tokens that give you the chance to use Outwit, and the tokens don't go away if he loses the power, unbelievable. No, uh, absolutely. he's. I think this guy can take on the movie Hulk just because of the ability to grant himself the, the Outwit. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, did you like the new Iron Man at all? No, he's not good. Um, he reminds me of a figure from a long ago when they're just like, we'll give you one move power. Um, he's really just there. It seems to be played at 50 points, which helps you with the um, Hulkbuster or is a nice support piece for 50 points. Other than that. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I thought they. I thought we've had so many good Ironmans that he left me disappointed. Like at 50, he's amazing. Like he brings so much to the table for 50 points. But other than that, I wouldn't blame him. Uh, Namor? One of the coolest sculpts, like a diorama the sculpt is. Oh, yeah, uh, very it. much. And uh, I guess this is the best interpretation of Namor to date, I guess, kind of. like. Well, the undersea travel, I've seen it do amazingly well. I mean, you really need map choice to make it work, but mm-hmm. in the right circumstances, it's absolutely crazy what he can do. Yeah, he can get really far away if he wants to. Yeah, um, and he just he hits hard. Um, like, he, he can be 12 squares away in a matter of, like, a two-turn spread, right? Like Exactly. Like, he's just, he's just flying. He's, he's just doing it. He's just... Going through that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he's cool. Uh, then we've got, what, Spider-Woman? Uh, yeah, really good as well. Uh, I found myself a little bored with oh, her. Oh, really? I don't think the dial design was that great. I don't think it even feels like, well, like uh, Jessica. Okay, I don't know. It feels like her to me. She leaps in with her gliders, and she has the options of super strength and stuff. And she how often does she really use super, how often does she really use super strength though? I don't know. She's doing a lot of weird stuff. Like last time I saw her, she was piloting something. So I don't know. But like, she I've seen her do things. She has the strength of a spider thing. That's what Hydra gave her. The fact that she can choose, she gets so many different team abilities because of her her wild card stuff. Like that's cool too. She can uh, also take other powers. And we got Nick Fury with the eyeballs. Who is game-changing, apparently, right now. He he is. I mean, it depends on the game. It depends on the map. It depends on so many different factors. But he has the potential, absolutely. 
yeah, like there's very few maps that completely shut them down. Like the the the, the, the prison map isn't in rotation anymore. So for a lot of them, they're just like you pick something with some ender, uh, elevated, and he's just king. And the fact that like we've had other figures like um, Malakath who can make you not use a power when he hits you with a ranged attack or close combat attack. We've got power characters like Sharon Carter from the movie set who when she's adjacent to you, you can not use a power. Or Iron Paladin. This is the first character who has a free action with a range of 9 or greater, which is easy to make it greater, um, is making you not use a power. So that is probably one of the most powerful abilities I've seen in the game. The fact that someone who's power cosmic or quintessence and hypersonic, you're just like, well, I can see you. You can't see me because I'm in hindering right now and I'm behind elevated. You can't use hypersonic. And they're just like, oh, well, I guess, I guess I'll... I don't know, I guess I'll get out of your range. And you're like, okay, fine. And someone's going to carry me, and I'm going to be next to you again or near you, and you can't use hypersonic, and now I can shoot you. Like, he's he's done some terrible stuff to people I've seen. He's pretty cool. And then the, on top of that, the prob and the shape change and the fact that Alexander Pierce can give him can absorb hits for him, really cool. Uh, what do you think of Madame Hydra? Um, I like Madame Hydra, but I don't think she's going to do a lot of stuff. I don't know. She has some neat things that she can do in terms of bringing... Uh, she can damage people, and she can kind of uh, go up and down her dial. Um, but, uh, I don't know. For 100 points, she's fair. She's fair. She's not super impressive, though. Yeah, I mean, that was nice. <laughs> do you like the Golden Claw? Nope. Nope, me either. I, I, I'm actually... I'm kind of half and half with these SRs. I think they're either really strong, like the Hulk, or they're very kind of boring, like the Iron Man. Like it's either, yeah. like there's there's really no kind of middle ground. It's either they're pretty good or kind of lackluster. Even Iron Man has the fifty point dial that saves him. Golden Claw has nothing. No, I, I I've seen him played once and he did nothing. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, or maybe he no, I don't think he really did anything. Uh, the Nighthawk. Now they're useful. Yeah, the ability to pick, make your opponent pick night and day, and then getting different abilities based on that. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I played against him. I was playing it was a multiplayer game, so of course we had to let him have the plus one to his combat values because otherwise it would screw over like ten other people on the board. Yeah, and he's like, Great, I'll take a ten, eleven, eighteen, four, no problem. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, he's probably better than Kyle Richmond has any right to be. He is absolutely better than that. This guy is like better than Batman in some cases, and that's not right. Well it's interesting too because in a lot of ways I would have thought that the you know Squadron Supreme version would have been the one to kind of be better because typically yes. typically that's been the trend all the way along. Yet mm-hmm. here the Prime is kind of garbage. Yeah, I, I, it's a weird sweat. Well, no, hold on a minute. The Prime isn't garbage. His combat values might be garbage compared to this version of Kyle. But like in terms of his power's effect on the game, I think yeah, he's... but he's still not. I don't know. He, he's he's okay, but he's not great. Oh, yeah, sorry, I should say, I forgot about the combat values thing. That's the thing, yeah. But again, like, he's he has a, he has a, a game effect, but in, him, in, in and of himself, he's not doing a lot. Yeah, he's very much the, you know, the, uh, the Lex Luthor president of the game. Yeah, which I guess he was that. in Supreme Power. He wasn't really even on the team most of the time. Supreme Power he was. And you're talking about oh, Squadron sorry, Supreme. I'm talking, about Su- I'm talking about Squadron Supreme by Gruenwald, sorry. Yeah, well, in the first half he was, and in the second half he was president. So, yeah, that's what they're doing with this, which kind of disappoints me. I mean, we're not likely to see another version of this, Kyle, in a while, and we got the president one. Like, it would have been great for me. I know it's not going to be popular with anyone else to make the Prime and the regular version different versions of, of this Squadron Supreme Kyle, but I know that's not going to fly. Uh, no, it would never have I happened. Didn't intend that pun. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, then Strucker. 
what's happening to the Squadron Supreme? What's happening to the Seven One Two universe with um, with Battle War? Do you think anything's going to come out of it? We're going to get like a Hyperion, and that's it. Uh, well, they've already kind of said that after Battle War, we're getting a new book where it's kind of like a, a half a half breed between exiles and something else basically we're getting a new version of the squadron that's stuck on 616 which is made up of different members of the squadron from different realities uh, okay well so, that's something at least. so i think it's like i think it's blur from the supreme power universe although it could be wrong there with the hyperion we saw in the avengers pre uh back when hickman was writing avengers okay. um and I, a bunch the, of other the, characters the two hyperions hyperion Yes, that one. Uh, and a bunch of others, but it, it's a cool concept. Yeah, okay. Uh, what do you think of Strucker, our last I, figure? I love him. I traded to get him recently, and um, he's in no way a competition for that Nick Fury to 120 points, but he's got a cool... I mean, he. yeah, you could say he relies on the, the... I don't know if he relies on the Mastermind. He has Mastermind to use it, and if you have someone on the board who is a precision striker... I'm probably going to use my Perplex to make myself a 19 defense. So he has a little bit of backup in that regard, but when he does take damage, he just click into some pretty cool blades, exploit actions. So I like that about him. Yeah, I, 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 I look at the Mastermind, and you know how I feel about that. Yeah, but again, he also has that kind of pseudo-mystics ability, right, that's going to damage you and everyone around you, and every time someone on your team dies, so you keep them back, right, they're all getting buffed plus one. So anytime they hurt somebody, you're making all the Hydra characters go insane and just kind of, that's pretty crazy what could happen with that. I do like his middle. I think I, I like his middle much more than the first two clicks. But his first two clicks are, are great, right? Sidestep, energy explosion, that's cool. Yeah, I still think if he was 100 points and he started on click three, I'd be more likely to use him. I know. Oh man! It's because I, I. It's because I'm allergic to Mastermind. Mm. I look at it and I just can't. I can't look at it. Well, it is pretty crappy, so I can't blame you. And finally, the Ellie Winter Soldier. Um, I think I like the regular set one a little better. I think he probably has a little bit more going for him in terms of that, out, that range and outwit. Yeah. Yeah, he's got more in terms of brute strength, but this one still has a lot going for him. He's still quite good. He has the willpower. He's harder to hurt. Uh, his mid-dial is a nice little close combat kind of flurry thing, but um, yeah, I think I like the other one better. And being able to use, uh, you know, if you're a 96 or more point character with Scientist, you can mind control this guy. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. So that that could be part of his point cost there, the fact that he could be manipulated to really do anything. So like bring in the professor and stuff, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, he has to be more points, right? Oh, he doesn't need more? Oh, that's not as good. It has to be more than... That's why I said. They have to be at least 96 points or more in order to do it. Oh. But they just have to be scientists, and there's a lot of scientists. Mm. So if you want Batman to mind control this guy, go ahead. Yeah, I guess you could. Batman's a scientist. He is a scientist. <laughs> uh, for the moment, I do have to kind of uh, bring this yep. episode to a close, so we won't that's talk fine. about the chases, but I think everyone's kind of disappointed with them. Oh, really? I, I that, that's, that was part of my sense. I think a lot of people are like... They have one they're really into. Like a lot of people, are, someone, someone's like, I have to have Thanos just thrown, and some people are like, I have to have Cap's motorcycle. I think the space ring is the one that most disappoints people. Yeah. So if you had to pick one of the five, which one would it be? To to own? Yeah. Um, I'd say maybe a toss between Kang's time chair and Thanos' throne. Thanos' throne has the best competitive uh, options because it has running shot pulse wave, so it can be also autopiloted. But um, realistically, like the one I'd like to most play with someone because I don't really think Kang is going to be any better. I think the Kang that's coming out or is out. It's pretty garbage. Um, is, the, is the space rig because you can put it on Nick Fury SR and you can fly around to the moon with sidestep and shoot out people's eyes. 
I would pick the Sky Cycle just because I'm a huge Hawkeye fanboy. Yeah, I figure. Of course it was. It's, it's good. It's really good. It is. I mean, I don't like vehicles at all, but it looks cool. Yeah, well, it looks cool from a mantle, but when it's on the board and it's being operated by someone and they're not on it, they're on the card, it looks stupid. Well, that's just vehicles in general. You know, like Thanos' throne, that's amazing. Who's on it? Well, he's on the card at the back, but this throne, imagine there was someone on it. Like, well, great, thanks. <laughs> All right, Nate, well, thank you for joining us for this rundown of Nick Fury. Thanks for having me. And hopefully we'll have you back soon. Great. All right, bye-bye. All right.